0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my co anchor, sister, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. I bet you weren't expecting to hear from us right now. <laughs> There is just too much good stuff coming out in the Daybell Vallow uh, matter to stay what? silent today. We decided we better just pop up and just have a, a Daybell dish session because there's a bunch of stuff.
1: Oh, my gosh. And there will be so much more. Like, we can't possibly talk about it all in one show.
0: And we don't so even, we're just, We haven't even reviewed it all yet. We couldn't.
1: No. I mean, I think we'll just kind of piece it out as we go so that we can share with you what we're learning. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, just slowly because this, this uh, info dump from the Chandler Police Department is unfreeing, believable. Yeah, so Justin just Lum fills in hey, a lot Kara. of questions.
0: Hey, yes, Kara. so Justin Lum of Fox News 10 in Phoenix uh, first started dropping this info, and the, it's insane. There are video interviews with Lori, Tylee, Alex, Melanie, Zulema. That everybody, any, I think so, and Mm -hmm. we haven't gotten all the way through those yet. Uh, Some of them we have, but they're hours long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hours long. But there is some uh, texts and uh, email stuff that came out that we thought was uh, really interesting that we wanted to share and just talk about it. Oh, Kim, watch them all. Oh, Kim, you deserve a medal. I haven't made it quite there yet. You deserve a medal. Yeah. I need to come up with a good craft project or something to work on to get all the way through those.
1: I was doing that earlier. I was just working on something else and watching uh, Lori's interview. Mm -hmm. It just made me want to just throttle her through the TV, though. So, Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, God. Well, I tried. I I found something I want to make to hang in my trees for Halloween. But uh, I went to the dollar store, and they didn't have what I needed. And I don't know. But I'm trying to make, I want little skeletons that are just like this big. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to hot glue butterfly wings on them and make uh, fairy skeletons.
1: I have seen some of those
0: um, other people that have done them. They're really cute. They're super cute. So I'm going to have to try a different store because I I don't know about you guys, but Halloween in our local stores has been very downplayed this year. And we just have not gotten nearly the stuff that we normally have. I've been... All over and been surprised at how scant the Halloween departments have been. So, anyway, still looking. Yeah, I'm sure cool. I'll
1: find them. But well, everything production was all messed up for things last year, and so there's just not as much. Yeah. I think.
0: Well, and you know, Amazon these days it takes a week. We used to get stuff from Amazon in a day or two. Now it's over. yeah, this two day shipping, my ass gone. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, Stella. I'm. It's hard to listen to Melanie G on any day,
1: oh, especially my because
0: we've heard so much from her now. And yeah. none of it tracks. And so it's very hard yeah. to trust anything that comes out of her mouth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, no, it's awful. But one of the things that we wanted to talk about was the uh, some of the messages that came from between Charles and Adam Cox. So Adam is Lori's brother. Yeah. The only one that seemed to be... Not uh, buying into Lori's bullshit. Yeah, sort of the only
1: rational one, apparently. Mm-hmm.
0: And he, there was an exchange between the two of them that we thought was really interesting that I wanted to share. So this is on the 26th of June. So not very many days before Charles died. Yeah a couple of weeks he sent a text to adam laurie's brother asking if he could chat and apparently they spoke on the phone you know charles basically pleading with anyone from laurie's family to help him get her straightened out because she was acting so dangerous and crazy
1: yeah They're just uh, destroying their family
0: yeah Ch- uh, charles sent adam a link that talked about a translated being and traveling to other dimensions He told Adam that these are the things that Lori's been talking about and that he was worried about the fact that uh, she was ruining people's lives. Besides the fact that his marriage was ending, she was causing the divorce of Brandon and Melanie and others that he was worried about.
1: Yeah. Well, even mentioned uh, Chad Daybell. Yeah. That, you know, she's now, you know, destroying that family, too. Like, she Mm -hmm. just she was just a loose cannon and he knew it then he knew how dangerous she was then and could not get any traction with anybody. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. To get her stopped. So on the 28th, he sent, uh, Adam sent Charles a message, uh, saying that he told his mother, they need to have a family meeting and hold Lori accountable and make her, you know, be accountable for the stuff she's been saying and kind of, have a bit of an intervention with her and Charles said I will not be there this is on her I have tried getting her help and the entire family except you put a scarlet letter on my forehead the truth is I put her back in Arizona so she could do her evil somewhere else the only thing she's doing right is with JJ sad he doesn't understand why his mommy left him for 72 days but she did and she blames it all on me Good luck, Adam, and my prayers are with you. I don't think it'll work because she knows she's special. Charles added, I'd get somebody and Gabe there. This is the bishop, I think. Yeah. They were trying to do
1: like an intervention where they could share this information with their Mormon leadership. Mm -hmm. Because she was still attending the Mormon temple. Mm -hmm. And they felt like she was really breaking the rules there and that they wanted to... That's the way they were going to go about this
0: is that they were going to get religious leaders involved. Right. And see if maybe they could talk some sense into her. Right. Uh, Chad goes, or sorry, uh, Charles goes on to say she's on a very dangerous path and she thinks she's not. She truly thinks she's on a special mission on her fifth probation from heavenly father himself. Yeah. And then he tells Adam that if Mimi, Lori, Melanie, Colby, Summer or Tylee, know the reason for the family meeting, they will not show up. Right. Because literally she had all of them drinking her Kool-Aid. Yeah. She had them all convinced that Charles was a
1: bad guy, that he was mean to Tylee, that he was, you know, not a good husband. And, you know, you look at the track record and all the things that he's done for her and that's just bullshit. Yeah. But this was her, her, she's, this is her way of gaslighting everybody into being on her
0: side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now on the 29th, he learns about the, well, he learns about the email that uh, Lori sent to Chad. We've talked about this before, Yeah, but I'll read it anyway. Uh, Lori sent an email to Chad, which uh, made no sense at all. He says, hello, Chad. I hope you're doing well. This is Charles Vallow from Arizona. We really enjoyed having you stay with us back in November when you came to the Preparing a People conference. I appreciated you taking time to talk to me about the book I've been working on. Well, more than six months later, I still haven't made much progress on it, but I feel an urgency to get it done. As the managing partner of Wright Planning Group, I'm going to have the opportunity to speak at various conventions beginning in the fall but everyone says I need to have a book available that summarizes my life and shares the principles I follow. So I will cut to the chase. I'm willing to pay you well to help me get this book into shape as my ghostwriter. I really liked your autobiography and the tone you took in sharing experiences without preaching. Is there a way you could come here for a couple of days and help me get the book underway? I feel like talking in person would be much more valuable than a phone call or video chat mainly because I would like you to read through some of my journals and explain to me how the publishing industry works. It would help me to know whether I truly have a book in me and whether you want to help team up on it. I played minor league baseball and have plenty of stories that my audience could relate to, along with the knowledge I've gained running my own company. So I do feel the book would contain valuable information even beyond the convention circuit. I'm out of town until Saturday, but I would gladly fly you down here early next week before the holiday and cover your expenses. You could stay in our guest room like before or in a hotel if you prefer. I hate to take you away from your family, but I know this book is vital to my speaking success. I understand if you don't want to take part in the project, but I would definitely make it worth your time. With admiration, Charles. (laughs) Oh my God. There's so much bullshit in there. It's
1: just hard to... Mm -hmm. Well and when he did stay at their house Charles wasn't there. Right. So Charles doesn't know anything about
0: Chad Daybell staying at their house. He was gone. He was not even home. Yeah. It it's so sick. I mean the but I that letter I think is a great uh peek into how manipulative Laurie is. Yes. And also at this point how completely sane Laurie is. Yeah, look at how you know, well written this was. Delusional, yes, mm-hmm. full of bullshit, a hundred percent. But sane, you got it. You bet. This is I mean, she's done of all of kinds of things. To,
1: no, she's covering her tracks all over the place. And you know, when you're truly, you know, in a psychotic episode, you don't cover your tracks because you don't even realize you're committing a crime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's just not. They're never going to be able to prove that. No, that is. They may find her, you know, mentally ill now as they have, but they're never going to find her incompetent at the time of the commission of these crimes. No, no. That was very well written, made sense. Mm-hmm. Grammar was correct, spelling was correct. Like, there's no.
0: Yeah. Well, there were some really important hooks in there because remember, this wasn't written for Chad, this was written for Tammy. Exactly. This was written by his wife. uh, Some of the hooks in there that are important. um, I hate to take you away from your family. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can stay here or at a hotel, whatever you prefer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will make it worth your time with admiration. I mean, those are all hooks to get, uh, you know, Tammy to look at that and be like, well, wow, babe, look at this. That's really great, you know. Yeah. And also thinking, uh, wow, maybe someone will pay you for something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, of course, you know, unknowing what's going on here, Tammy would be on board.
0: Sure. So on the 8th of July, Charles shares this letter to Adam, as well as a text message string between Charles and Lori. So listen to this exchange between the two of them. Charles says, tell me why you used my name and fictitious email to send a BS email about a book I'm having him ghostwrite for me. It's a fraud and a lie. There are no other reason for it other than to get him to Arizona and have an excuse for his wife. You did this. I had nothing to do with it and you know it. Also, he did not stay with us in November. I will find out. He did stay with them in November. He just, Charles wasn't home. Right.
1: Charles traveled
0: a lot for work
1: and mm -hmm, Lori was doing whatever she wanted when he was gone.
0: Well, and there's pictures of Chad at their house in November with some of the other uh, gang. Yeah. 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 There were several of them there. Lori, you're wasting my time. They are both my friends. Move on with your life. We are done. Let's just get through it. Charles says, you're destroying people's lives. Had I known you were going to spend hours talking to Mel and poisoning her towards Brandon, I would have said something. You are disgusting. You have had a serious disconnect. Otherwise, you'd send your lover Moroni to come zap me or put me in a pod, or <laughs> have him do what you did him what you did to Joe.
1: Yes, that what you did to Joe. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, did he know
0: Yeah, she killed Joe? He must have at least had a suspicion. Mm -hmm. Get through it. Are you going to go to court to find? Otherwise, nothing will happen. You just hate it when your evil ways have been exposed. This is a lie and you know it. Lori, tired of the way you are speaking to me. I will not stay married to someone who claims to be a priesthood holder and speaks to me the way you do. Of course. Of course. Gaslighting, making
1: herself the victim. Give me Mm -hmm. a break. There it is. Yep. The gaslighting
0: here is thick.
1: Oh, it is. I mean, the, the narcissism is tough here.
0: Yeah. Charles says, me? Look at what you say to me. You've called me Ned and Garrett and you call me off? Laurie, go look in the mirror. You will be stopped. That's all I'll say, and you won't see it coming. You are in need of some serious help. I do have the priesthood, but you are the one having an affair. You are out of your mind. Think about all of the things you truly believe about yourself. I'm the only one brave enough and loves you enough to call you out on this BS, which it all is. You've been horribly deceived. You ask me if it ever hurt... Oh, you asked me if it ever hurt anyone, and the answer is, hell yes. Just look around you. You are destroying every family you touch. It's true. Yeah. Lori says, stop texting me or I'm blocking you. I'll assume you are not coming to pick up JJ since you are just trying to get non-existent evidence against me. Have fun with that. And Charles says, I don't enjoy fighting with you but you need to be stopped from destroying so many more lives than you already have with your whacked out delusions. You've made our beautiful gospel a thing of horror. That will stop. Just take care of JJ till you get where you belong. Just keep me updated on how our boy is doing. That's all for now. Pick him up. I'm staying at my house. (laughs) And I love this. Lori, no, you're not. Jason Mao will make sure of that. Get a hotel or stay with Brandon, your best friend. Lori continually used her association with a retired police officer, Jason yeah. Mao, uh, in his her threats of, you know, things that she thought that she could do because Jason had her back. I mean, that's his house. His name right. is on the lease. He's paying for it. Like, yeah. And of course, he actually doesn't fall for it because, you know. He's not stupid. He says, no, well, You yeah, is he, he on the lease? I'll have the police there if he tries. It's my house. And you go stay with your boyfriend at his hotel since he's making so much money writing a book for me. Love in the shade, Charles. <laughs> Lori, okay, Joe Ryan. He is the police officer. He is retired. He's not on the lease. Even he can't do anything. Yeah. Charles, you leave when I get there and no issues. Lori says, you don't come. Stay in Houston till the divorce is done. And Charles says, not filing. I'll be there later, like I said. When I come to the door, you can leave if you like. Take Tylee, too. You get awfully angry when you get caught in your lies. Yeah. Then Lori says, JJ is sick and wants his mommy. Good luck trying to take him away from me. Which is so sad because she didn't give a shit about JJ. no. I'm not taking him anywhere. I hope he gets better soon. I'm staying there. I've never taken him from you. We've been good at working together since you came back. As you can see, it's affected him greatly. Hopefully he'll get better soon. I don't want to escalate this any further. Let's both calm down and do what we are supposed to do. Take care of our boy. I'm sorry if I upset you. I will find out the truth eventually about all of your doings. I'll leave the rest to you. We need to talk about Mo Run, but not today. I think it's money. Ah. I thought about that a lot, and I'm pretty sure it was supposed to say money. Money. He has quite a few typos. I'm guessing he did Mm -hmm. a lot of voice texting. Yeah. Let's try tomorrow and both agree to be civil. I'm not going to file for divorce. I will leave that to you. He'd already tried that. Yeah. Charles told Adam this was a great example of what was happening, and this was the first time he told Lori how he truly feels.
1: Yeah. Stella said, Charles had incredible foreshadowing of future events. And he sure did. Mm -hmm. He was the only one that went, she's dangerous. She's hurting people. This is going to get worse. Mm -hmm. Nobody
0: else. Yep. He also told, no. And he tells Adam, it's the saddest thing I've ever seen. I've lost my wife, Adam, the woman I have loved and do love more than life. But this is not the Lori you and I knew. Now she's destroying other families too. She takes no blame for Mel and Brandon. She's been whispering to Mel for six months about her power of discernment is evil and telling her things that aren't even close to true. But it comes from Jesus, so no one stands a chance. She will not stop, Adam. So yeah. then between in text between uh, July 2nd and 9th, they're a little more civil with each other through text. Uh, is Charles checking it on JJ to see how he's feeling? And they talked more about money and finances. And then on the 4th of July. Lori has no money at all. Lori's not working. No.
1: Lori is 100% dependent on Charles. Mm-hmm. That's part of this that just blows me away. Is that mm-hmm. he was footing the bill for everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Mao. He was enamored with her. I agree. Mm-hmm. Now he's like, I hardly knew these people. And we're like, oh, it sure doesn't seem that way. It doesn't. And you did way too many podcasts with them for us to believe that you hardly do, hardly knew these people.
1: Right. And just as usual, you know, Lori, Lori flashed the golden vagina. And, yep. you know, there, there were so many men that were sucked yep. in by this crap.
0: Yep. So on the 4th of July, Charles sends Lori a text that says... If you want to get a hotel for next Thursday when I'm there, you can take a break and go stay there. I'd like to stay and wake up with JJ on Thursday. I won't get there until about nine. Let me know. You can book it. So she does book a hotel, but he ends up staying in it. Yeah. So On the 10th, Adam flies to Arizona to try to arrange a family meeting. Charles booked his flight, uh, made his arrangements, texted him and said... Your flights are booked. You should have the emails. I'm really uneasy about how she will respond, not only to you, but to me. And redacted. Again, we think this is a church leader. And Brandon. I'll pick up JJ and take him to school at 8 a.m. on Thursday. She'll be there Friday the same. She'll be highly suspicious about recording. If you can bring a second device and put your phone on the counter or turn it off, it might help. Just a brother talking to his sister. I personally feel she's gone too far. It is going to take us going to see again. I think this is the Bishop Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or she won't ever stop. She's hurting too many families. Mine is gone, Adam. I just want to save others from the same fate. I still love her more than life, but the life we know is gone. I fear forever. Mm. Yep. So they keep texting. Adam tells Charles that he's going to see Lori at her house and have a talk with her. He tells Charles that he's going to keep his phone on record. Adam says they need proof. Uh, They do believe that a church official could revoke her temple recommend. Charles tells Adam that he would probably leave it, but it's worth a try. Oh, that Lori will probably leave, but it's worth a try. Adam indicates that they're going to have a family dinner with everyone.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and Charles says got it but honestly if you, somebody, Brandon and me go to him that should be enough she will feel like we ambushed her but something has to be done she'll be real careful with what she says yeah yeah. Charles arrives in Phoenix on the 10th he stays at the hotel that Lori rented for him for her, for him in a text sent by Charles to Lori he asks if the hotel room was already paid for and she says yes he says, thanks, I'll see him tomorrow. I'll take him to school and pick him up Friday too, thanks. Then on the 11th, Charles goes to Lori's house in Chandler. At 7.34, his phone pings uh, just west of the house. Between 7.35 and 7.37, he texts Adam. He says, Al is here. at Laure- And Adam says, at Lori's, and. Adam says, really? wonder why he never called me back. Because, see, they're they're smelling a rat now, and they're blowing Adam off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Adam says, they're planning something. And Charles says, absolutely. And now Al is,
1: is, is, is Alex. Yeah, Alex.
0: Alex yeah. yeah. Adam says, I was supposed to spend the night at his house last night. She probably blocked that. See, Adam was in town. Yeah, supposed to stay at Alex's house, and Alex blows him off. Yeah. And then he says, what you do is up to you. This was the last message read by Charles at 737. Adam would send the following message at 737, but it was not read until 1213. When after Charles is dead and Lori has control of his phone. Also, yeah. why did Lori have control of his phone? Because she took it. Yeah. Why didn't she... the police have his phone?
1: Right. The police should have had the phone.
0: Yeah. Adam says, I'm going to put pressure to have him come get me right now, see what he says. And then Adam says, okay. There's no further messages from Charles. Adam would send Charles the following message later. Uh, We are going to the stake center tonight at 8 to play basketball. So when somebody is always there, either playing or interviewing people, I will try to catch him and have a conversation with my old friend. Again, the bishop. Yeah, yeah. The message was read at 12.13, remember, by Lori. Lori was in control of Charles's phone. At this time, the message was read. In interviewing the data on Charles's phone, this is from the police, I noticed that he left his location services on. Looking at his GPS coordinates, his phone arrived at 7.37 a.m. at Lori's. The phone left the residence at 7.49, because at that point, Lori had his phone.
1: And at that point, Charles was already shot.
0: Charles was at Lori's residence for just over 10 minutes. After hearing a shot fired, Lori drove to Burger King, located on the southwest corner of Gilbert and uh, T.O. Roads. The phone arrived at this location at 7.55. So between 7.37 and 7.55, Charles is already dead and Lori's at the Burger King.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine? Your brother just shot your husband and you just take your kids to Burger King.
0: Then the the story takes JJ to school. Yep. Comes home at 8.48. The 911 call is placed by Alex at 8.32, which means that Charles was dead for 43 minutes before Alex called the police.
1: Yeah. He made damn sure he was dead before he called the police. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we also know that uh, from the autopsy that he shot him, the second time he shot him, Charles was already on the ground. Yeah. I don't think that the big fight happened at all.
1: Mm -mm, I I don't
0: think that the bat, the fight, all of that stuff. I don't even think I don't think any of that happened. I think Charles walked in the house and they shot him. I think it was literally that fast. I just don't think that any of it's true. No, and and Alex did have an injury to the back of his head, and you
1: can see it Mm -hmm. in the in the video of him. Mm -hmm. So somebody hit him with the bat, Mm -hmm. but I don't believe for one second that it was. You Probably. know, that was just to back up their story that this was self-defense. Yeah. I don't believe at all that Charles hit him with that bat. No. No. He played semi-pro baseball. Right. He hit him with a bat. He'd knock his head clean off, you know. Like, right. that's just not. No. No. This was a complete setup.
0: No. But if little wimpy Lori hit him with the bat just to try and put some kind of mark on him. Right. You know, that, that tracks for me more. Um, Of course, Tylee says in her interview that in hindsight, she shouldn't have brought out the bat. That probably just made things worse. I don't think she ever brought the bat out. No. Tylee clearly, in her interview, it's obvious that you think about a teenager who just saw their stepfather get gunned down. She's just as deadpan as Lori is in her interview. Yeah, she should be hysterical. Mm
1: -hmm. And she's not she's She's not not. she's so flat it's scary Mm -hmm. like there's just no emotion at all
0: well she's so flat that it makes you wonder if she was medicated Mm
1: -hmm.
0: by mama you know or elsewhere but she has no emotion Mm -hmm. it's very strange Mm -hmm. yeah but that's uh so that's the exchanges between the two of them it's really uh it's really something. It is.
1: It's just gross and awful. Mm-hmm. And Lori, you know, is playing that that game where she just denies everything, you know, that yeah. crazy making thing that people, you know, narcissistic people do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, well, that didn't happen and that's not true and, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, she knew Charles was hip to what was going on here. Yeah. He
0: was a real risk. She knew. And she knew that he was looking actively looking for ways to uh, bring that down. Yeah. It does make me wonder if she had some kind of app or something installed on his phone that she was able to see all of the activity with his phone. You know, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at all because she seemed to know too much about his uh, conversations with her brother. Mm-hmm. And stuff, and it really makes me wonder. I I well, know there is such know, a thing because huh? uh I know other people that have tracking like that on their spouse's phone.
1: Right, uh, yes. So That's I know that right. can be
0: done, yeah. But he was also Adam was also
1: speaking to his mother and his sister, mm-hmm. not really understanding that they were passing information on to Lori. Right. And so it may be that she knew these things because they told her.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very possible. Is there a um, reindeer in your office, or just two dogs? Yep, <laughs> they were asleep. These are two dogs that absolutely insist on being in my office with me, and now they're uh, <laughs> now they're wandering. Yeah. Well, the old guy woke up and is wandering, so now the other dog's following him around. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there is no peace for me ever. Right. <laughs> There's no peeing alone in this house. That's for sure. Oh, I hear that. <laughs> yeah. So the other exchanges, let me pull them up. One of the things that uh, we have long conjectured about was, did Tammy know there was an affair hope happening? Yeah. And we have always personally predicted that we think she did know. Right. We also believe that this is not the first affair right you now, that this has been going on for a while. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, uh, we also know that there were some family members that had been trying for a year to help Tammy to leave Chad and get moved to Utah with her family. And that, uh, she had decided to stay and stick it out until that last kid got home from his mission. Yeah. And that was, uh, you know, that was something that we were told early last spring. And, but no one has known for sure, you know, if Charles ever actually reached out to her. And now we know for sure that he did. No. Yeah. What we don't know is if it was received. But here's right. what happened.
1: We can't find yet any way confirmation that she ever responded. So, yeah. Yep.
0: So here's what happened on June 29th of 2019, Charles sent Chad an email letting him know that he knew that Lori had sent him an email asking him to come to Arizona to go write a book that he was working on. Charles cleared it up with Chad that he was not working on a book and that he or Lori needed to explain to him what was going on or he was prepared to expose them. Mm -hmm. Charles told Chad he was aware that Lori had also been sending him videos of her dancing and that it was really inappropriate. So Charles. Yeah. That part cracks me up. Like, uh-huh. Like all this flirty, grody like 13, yeah.
1: 14 year old crap. Like uh-huh. what the hell?
0: Yeah. Lori's in her mid forties.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And these are the things she's sending to her boyfriend. Yeah. So uh You know, as we know, Charles, you know, texted Lori and told her that he was aware of the affair. He also told her that he had Tammy's email address and cell phone number and that she had better explain what was going on or he was going to be contacting Tammy and tell her himself. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: they argued about it until the evening. And then Charles sent Tammy an email. So the email that he sent to her was at her school email address. So, as you know, Tammy was... uh, librarian in an elementary school in sugar city Idaho
1: and this was at the end of June so this is when school is not in session
0: Mm -hmm. so was that email you know even received received or not Tammy my name is Charles Vallow I have some vital and disturbing information regarding your husband and my wife Lori this is your work email so I will wait to send you the evidence that is very disturbing you may call or email me from the address where you can receive... Oh, with the address where you can receive this information. I apologize to be the one sending this, but something has to be done. I feel it is best if I shed some light on the issue. Regards, Charles Vallow. But what we have not seen is any response from Tammy. Yeah. Then on 630, he sends Lori a message that says, be sure to look over your shoulders today. This may be the day it's coming, that much, I promise you. You know, because he's made contact now with Tammy. And yeah. then he what sends her think? another message that says, and your boyfriend too. Yeah. Now we don't know, there's no indication that Lori responded to these messages. And then later he messages her that, again.
1: Or that Chad responded. There's no yeah. indication that
0: Chad responded either. You will reap the destruction you have sown. I'll be there for JJ. Don't worry about that. Have a wonderful day being a hypocrite in church. (laughs) And then he
1: sends her. The thing that's hard for me about all of this is that this still is revolving around what she's doing makes her an apostate as a Mormon. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get you in trouble with the bishop and we're going to get your temple recommend taken away and stuff. And, doesn't understand at the level of which this is headed, which is, it's yeah. not about you know getting disfellowship from the Mormon Church here. This is
0: this is fast so approaching fear. murder. Yeah, yeah. And It's just sad. It's just but really yeah. Sad. But that is a very typical uh response with LDS people. That that's the first uh line of defense is that I'll tell the church. Yeah, yeah you'll be in deep shit. You're going down with God, buddy, you know? Yeah. So this is the last text that we have that he sent her. And I think this is just gut wrenching. I think, yeah. he said, Lori, I know you don't much care for how I feel, but just imagine this. How could my actions or breaking your heart result in what you have done? You accuse me of infidelity, but it's you who is having an affair. It just keeps killing me. Yeah. Horrible foreshadowing. Maybe that's your goal. How can you live with destroying our life? Mel and Brandon's. And then he says probably Mel and Brendan too. I think he just meant Brandon. Now add Chad Daybell family and you've got a home run. The fact that you continue to go to the temple after all you've done shocks me. There really is something wrong with you. I don't want, I really don't want to, what I have done to, uh, sorry, there's, this part doesn't make sense. <laughs> His typo is not mine. I really don't <laughs> want to do oh what I have to do. Sorry. No, it is me. I really don't want to do what I have to do. But you have to be exposed for what you really are. You won't even deny it or talk to me as to your reasons. That's what's amazing to me. You could allay some of what's about to happen, but I don't think you will. Lying has become second nature to you. You have been impressive in blaming me for all that's happened. You have destroyed me. I have never been lower in my life. It's you who has done it. Please tell me why. Please. I will slow or minimize what's about to happen. It's you who's caused it. We have a son to raise, but that's all we have in common. I will work with you in his best interest, and I will be there Monday evening. You owe me an apology for all of the false accusations. And that's where it cuts off, but that just kills me. He was so sad, and even then, even then... He was like, just, we can make this better, you know? Yeah, just we can make just better.
1: fess up. Just be honest. We can fix it. It's Yeah, it is really sad because even at that point, it seemed to me that he would have been willing to try to repair their marriage.
0: Well, he'd already filed for divorce and drawn it back, you know? Yeah. Even though he was telling the police, or not the police, the attorneys, that if something happens to him, Lori and Alex, it's Lori and Alex, and yet somehow she manages to suck him back in and he cancels that, uh, you know, those divorce papers. And then tells her, if you want to get divorced, you're going to have to file. I don't want to do it. It's going to be mm-hmm. on you this time. And he already had divorce papers drawn up. He could have done it, you know, yeah. but his heart just could not get there.
1: No, no. And that's so sad because you're right. um, he shouldn't have played his cards. You know, he was trying to get her to fess up and to come back to him. But it is what led to his death. Yeah. You know, him knowing all of this and the pressure, their solution was to kill him. Yep. Awful.
0: Yep. But it's so chilling to read those texts and him say things like, this is killing me. Maybe that's your plan. Yeah. Yeah. And just a few days later, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yep. It is something. It really is. It is very disturbing to me, too, that she managed to pull the wool over the eyes of the leadership in her church. Oh, yeah. Because they allowed this. They were allowing her to still attend the temple. They were allowing her to continue on with her behavior. They had clearly been told. Mm-hmm. They had clearly been told by Charles, and they just weren't listening.
1: No. Yeah. Well, they couldn't believe sweet little Lori would do something so terrible. I mean... Mm-hmm. I have seen this before as a social worker, mm-hmm. that there are women that just have angelic little faces and mm-hmm. sweet little voices that can get men to do anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, this is one of those situations, you know? Yeah. Without a doubt.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: So, so there are a few other things that we know. Yeah. And obviously we're going to continue having this conversation for weeks because there's just so much. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a point at which Chad was writing Lori a romance novel by text message. And he had named himself James and her Elena. And -hmm. they were calling each other by those names. Then there was another story in which he named himself Raphael and her Lily. And then they were calling each other by those names as well. It was like they were just in this crazy fantasy land. Mm-hmm. The, you know, like you guys are adults with yeah. adult children. Like, what the hell? You yeah. know, this is not. This is this is high school stuff. This is not, you know, grown up things. But you can mm-hmm. really see how immature emotionally. Yeah, they both are through this.
0: Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Just acting like horny teenagers, almost. You yeah, know, totally it's in their forbidden love. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, exactly.
1: Well, and then one other thing we'll get to, and you guys know it's going to take us forever to get through all this stuff, but one of the things that Zulema talks about is that after she and Alex got married, he offered to give her a massage. He was apparently a massage therapist. I'd forgotten that, or did massage in some way. Well, he got real weird about doing a massage on the bed in their hotel room because he said he didn't want to get massage oil everywhere. So... Mm -hmm. They went to Walmart and got a plastic sheet and put it down on the bed. And he gave her this massage. And she said that she started to feel real sleepy and weird. And that he was in the bathroom, like having a very intense conversation on the phone with someone. And that later she really wondered if he was supposed to kill her. Mm -hmm. if the sheet was to wrap up her body and if the conversation he was having on the phone was with Lori or someone discussing how they needed to get rid of her. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we haven't heard very much from Zulema. She lawyered up really quick. We know that she's given a lot of information to the police and this is an interest. This is a twist. I think in what we thought from what we've seen so far with her, that she may have been more of a victim here than we realize. But she did really question, you know, was he going to kill me too? Yeah.
0: Yeah. She also was present the day before Alex died when Lori and Chad called Alex to let him know that Tammy's body had been exhumed. Right. And when they got off the phone, she says that she asked, asked Alex point blank if he had anything to do with Tammy's death, and he said no. Why would she ask that question? Why would she ask that question? Why, Why would anyone ask that question, you yeah. know, unless she had some knowledge? Yeah. yeah.
1: She did. She knew. She had some mm-hmm. awareness. Whether she actually knew anything or she just had some feelings about it or knew a little, I don't know. But she mm-hmm. definitely had at least some awareness that something was yeah. not right here. hmm yeah, Paula, they thought they had a Romeo and Juliet love story. Yeah, they thought they did. And it really, unfortunately, didn't end up in their deaths, but other people's. And so, in a way, it kind of is. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah. The, but the two super special people, right? With their super yeah. special calling from God, having their super special secret romance. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. And now they're sleeping in super special cells. Yep.
0: Well, you know, maybe Chad and Lori thought that uh, maybe they thought after Charles died and Lori had a million dollars in life insurance from Charles, maybe he was just going to leave Tammy. Maybe his plan was to just leave Tammy and they would go, you know, do whatever their nonsense was and that was the plan. Mm -hmm. But then when uh, Charles, uh, you know, gave his life insurance money to someone else, and then they didn't have that money because Chad didn't really work. No. He had that publishing house. But you guys, we are both published authors. We know it doesn't yeah. pay much. No. There's no sure way he was making all that much money from that little publishing operation he had going on. No. They were living on Tammy's income. Right. He, Chad didn't have money. He was. No. They were looking forward to that money. Yeah. They both had
1: been living off their spouses. Mm-hmm. And now they get rid of their spouses and have no money. I mean, they yeah. did, you know, have the life insurance money from Tammy. But, yeah,
0: that was a real um, reality check when she didn't get that money. Yeah, yes. And, Sherry, you're right. Uh, Zulema also said that Chad or that uh, Alex told her that if anything happened to him, there was money in the closet for her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Which also makes you wonder if Alex wondered if his life was in danger, you mm-hmm. know.
1: Well, at this point, if you knew anything about what was going on with these people, you had to question it. Like, right. are
0: they going to get done with me? Well, I mean, Melanie went into hiding because she thought her life was in danger, yeah. you know? Not that mm-hmm. she went to the police at that point, but she did go into hiding. Right. And of course, Brandon had to go into hiding because he was literally shot at and his yes. life was definitely in danger. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Moonbeam says, I'm curious what they gave them, that they all died from pul- pulmonary embolism. Me too. And I'm hoping that maybe that the when the autopsy of Tammy Daybell comes out, that we'll get a picture of what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Anyone willing to kill their children is a bottomless pit of a person, right? Yeah. Yeah. Angel on the outside, abomination on the inside. hmm
0: And that's true, Sherry. She didn't lay it all on the table, Zulema didn't. She didn't talk about earthquakes or moving oceans, and she certainly didn't talk about Alex's guns. Right. Of which uh, we understand he had many. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then she said Alex didn't know where Lori was, and we think that was probably not true. But, but But Lori did use Alex, too. You know, and I mean, I'm not much. defending Alex at all, but Lori did use and manipulate the hell out of Alex.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she certainly did. Well, and watching Lori's interview with the police after Charles' death and how she talks about how she's the one that's done everything for JJ and she had to get rid of. Charles and their relationship because... Not get rid of, but, you know, divorce him because he was so mean to Tylee. And it's just all about my children. You know, And this Mm -hmm. is two months, three months, two months before they're both dead and buried in Chad's backyard. Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. She would lie about and manipulate and use anything.
0: No boundaries whatsoever. No. No, whatever. The whole world is just was her playground. Whatever she could use manipulate, take, you know, steal, whatever. It didn't matter. If if she wanted it, she took it in whatever way she could. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, That's true, Moonbeam. Uh, Maybe. She said it feels like Tammy's autopsy is the only chance anyone had in this to find out what substance was used. I agree with that entirely, except for that we still have hope that uh, Chad will roll. And if he does, maybe he'll tell the truth about that. I doubt it. Probably not. It depends on help. what they
1: require. Yeah. So when someone pleads guilty, they generally expect them to give an accounting of their crimes. Mm-hmm. But it depends yeah. on how much they hold him to. I mean, an accounting of his yeah. crimes could take a couple of days to explain, uh-huh. you know? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. And that could sure be Cheryl. The the Zulema is not a victim, and then she made that up to distract. Mm-hmm. It's possible, but it does make you wonder. Like, is she looking back on things now, going, "Holy shit!"
0: You know, maybe I was a target too. Maybe. I, I mean, Zulema is far from innocent. Zulema has oh, quite yeah. the colored past. She is no angel. That's for sure.
1: Not at all, and you know, but she has been more. Uh, willing to talk with the police. She they does. have quite a bit from her. So and she has a use agreement. She does. You know, yeah. She has.
0: But you know, I just I you look at Zulima, you look at Melanie Gibb, you look at Melanie Pulowski, you look at Alex. These were all people that Lori elevated, right? She elevated them with her to be special. Right. You're special because you're supposed to be my guardian you're special because you're supposed to be my friend and I love you so much. And Mm -hmm. you're special because you're my family member and you're going to be a part of what I'm doing. And I think that she really managed to uh, rope people in that um, were going to be easy to manipulate because Mm -hmm. they wanted to be special with her. They did. They did. They were vulnerable.
1: And she played on that. You know, did all of these people get involved thinking that there were going to be murders I doubt it. Yeah. But once they were in and and under her spell, there was no getting out unless you know yeah. you were next to die, mm-hmm. which I really think is is what happened to Alex. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's a mess. It is a mess. So. There's still lots more to come, but we figured that uh, that was enough for one episode and that we wanted to bring it to you today because uh, yeah. we were reading all that stuff this morning. Be, you know, it just tugs at your heart. Like I just, I, And honestly, again, I think about Charles's family and what it must feel like to read those things and see how desperate he was to try to help her, to try to figure something out, you know, yeah. just to just try to save his family. And then beyond that, to just try and, you know, get her under control in some way. And try to protect
1: people he knew he could yeah. see that she was hurting people Yeah. and to try to at least stop that
0: it's, it's uh-huh. just sad yeah yeah oh yeah Cheryl she definitely didn't give everything but that's I'm sure not the only interview I think that there's no. more with her but you know they're they are just not good people you know they're just not no. yeah alrighty well we will be back tonight with uh, the Psychic Hour at 8. It is marching orders for the month. So you definitely want to be there. It's going to be great. You're going to be using my Halloween cards? Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you guys go ahead and have a great afternoon. Drink something you like. I meant coffee, but whatever. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you might need something harder after this conversation. Oh, Holy Lordy. Shit.
0: Yeah, or if you're going to go watch any of those videos, you'll definitely need to uh you're going to need a lot of yeah, something. I know I will. <laughs> All righty. Well, this has been yet another production of the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye guys.